Hello, everybody. This is Bart Sharp at Becoming Quantum Conscious at United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network, uh, 107.7 and 105.3 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. Not only are we broadcasting out of New Orleans, but we are broadcasting uh, over our internet station uh, at UPRN. You can catch us on the web, but also you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, and of course now on Roku. So this means that we have to wear shirts on the show because we are being seen on television and comb our hair and all of that good stuff that makes television different than radio. Um, and um, we're really glad to be here in Austin, Texas, as my guest is in North Austin and I am in South Austin. And there's no rivalry here, but just mutual admiration for my guest today, uh, Jenneth Blackert. Uh, she is an amazing creator and she uh, has had just some really dynamic consciousness slash business education uh, seminars, uh, trainings, DVDs, and also has written a really wonderful book called Falling in Stilettos. Uh, but what I really like about Jenneth is she is just a grand and glorious creator that really sees wealth, business, money as a holistic concept. Uh, we can't always do it by the numbers and we can't always do it by that horrible four letter word that we all do, which is work. Uh, it's so much more than that. So thank you for being on the show, Jenneth. Uh, and uh, welcome. Hey, it's Hi, a pleasure, it's a pleasure to, be here. to be here. Yeah, it's great uh, to have you. Uh, you, you. To me, you emulate that aspect in business or coaching as you are a, a business coach but probably also a life coach. But I always see you just much more than a life coach. You you help people in a, uh, various ways. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love this feeling of, of that, you know, it's the frequency of wealth is what the title is today. And so what does that mean to you? Well, so, well, so I was I pretty, was much, pretty much, built much built for wealth. wealth. <laughs> um, um, you know, my, my uh, father, father kind of passed, kind of passed down, down habits. habits. And within and those within habits, those habits I, uh, I, uh, kind of kind of couldn't be anything, be anything but, but a money, money magnet. magnet. <laughs> and, and I'll share some, some of those, those with, with you. you. But what I, what I also, also found along, along the way when I started my business about, about 15, 15 years, years ago, ago was, was that, that nobody, nobody is taught, taught how, how to be with money. With money. Um, um, some people some are people taught, taught the how to around, around money, <laughs> but, um, but um, I, really I really found, found that, that a lot of the reasons, reasons that, that people, people can't, can't create wealth, can't save money, money can't, can't you know feel secure, secure investing money, money is because of how they, they see, money, see money and their and point, their of, view point of view around money. money. 
And yeah, one of the, one of the things, things I came, I came along, along in the in journey and coaching people for many, 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 many years, years is that maybe we maybe need we to need focus, focus on profitability and the frequency of profitability instead of asking for money. Because even if we would get money, in a lot of cases, people will squander it or something will happen in their world. But I don't really believe as a quantum creator that anything ever happens to us. That's kind of like desperation that people come from that place as aware as this word that you just used that I love, the frequency of profs, prof, profitability. Yeah. And, yeah. I've yeah. never heard that concept. Right. right. It's different. It's different. It, it ends, ends. I mean, that's, I mean, that's like that's you like looking, looking at, at everything, everything you do you with do money, money, what you, what invest, you invest, you, you, you see, see it. it. Okay. okay. If I invest if I this money, money Will it, Will be, it be, profitable be profitable for my, for future? my future? Yeah, it's almost as you say it, it's like a done deal for you. Like I have money and I'm in this frequency and it's always going to make profit. It's always going to grow. Yeah. 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 And, and when you, when you fall, fall out of, out that, of frequency, that frequency or you've, or got, you've doubt, got doubt or you, or you I mean, even, even the inkling where for a little, for a while, little there, while there, when I quit, I quit my, business, my business, I'd, I'd buy, buy these things, things on, Amazon, on Amazon and I would, and I would look at the, 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 the you know, you and I'm like, dude, there's like four simple products, products in here and it's like $250. And that kind of point of view is not is helping not me pull in more wealth. And what I have what found, I have that, found when that when I consistently, consistently be this frequency, this frequency of, of having, having this, frequency this frequency of profitability, of profitability money, money is, is easy, easy for me. For me. It, it, it comes fast, fast frequent, frequent, and abundant, and, and it hits, you know, you know my, my, my like, my wow, like, wow, I can't, I can't believe, believe that, that just happened. 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 Do you see Do how you I use that word? Yes. Like, like, so, so, for example, example just, just two weeks, two weeks ago, ago, I got this, I got this huge, huge affiliate, affiliate check, check for, a, for company a company that hasn't that paid, paid me in the last 12 years. years. Oh, my God. And I feel, and I feel that, that uh, hitting, hitting states, states of, hypnosis of hypnosis and falling, and falling into, into that, that frequency, frequency of being that, that money, money magnet, magnet right, right, is some is of the some things, of the things that, that created the... That, ha- that, ha- that that quote, quote happening, happening. Mm. <laughs> and, I and I love when magic, magic happens, happens in, that, in way. that way and I feel and like I feel the only like way that's going to happen is us being money us being in these frequencies of profitability us being in these frequencies of having so it's a bigger question is how do we program ourselves for wealth how do, How we do we change, change our point, our of, point view of view around, around possibly, possibly a, a lifetime, lifetime of history of lack, of lack or not, or not having. having? Right. Right. Yeah, and and that's that's the real, so the real question that some people really want to know is like, I seem to keep making the same mistakes because I'm not getting the results that I wish. 
And right, it's like, right. well, what are you really unconscious about uh, with that and, and how that is? Um, and, and just want to welcome Carrie Langdock here. Uh, I don't know why her, there it is. There's some reverb feedback when Jenneth is talking. That's what I was uh, right now. Do you want, do you me, want to me to try to, try to take, to off, take off, the off the headphones? headphones? Yeah, let's, let's do some experimentation. And Carrie, if you could just let us know. Is that better, Is that better or, worse? or worse? Uh my end it's better. You sound louder. Well, uh, of course for me I can't hear you. Oh, I'll, I'll speak up then. Um let me put it to my mouth. So. If people have questions for Jenneth, please um ask away. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, Carrie right, says I this is the same. Um, I think maybe. Um, I want to put my headphones back on. Yeah. I'll take mine off. Are we any better with this? Because this is such an important sh show for people. You know, people, I think, really have so much fear that about money that they are desperately trying or they're desperately believing in people that have, um, that really teach them some miscues about it. They may be rich or they may be um, on the, the, uh, fa the, 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 the facsimile or the ruse that they're rich. And we want to try to get something from them, uh, like we trust that. But what you're saying is you have to learn how to trust yourself. Well, or, well, or trust the frequency. Trust the frequency. Trust frequency. Trust frequency. Right? right? So, so inherently, inherently, trust, trust consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So, so strongly, strongly that there's, that there's only, only certainty, certainty around, around wealth, wealth coming. coming. And, and those people, people don't get that, get that concept. concept. They, aren't they aren't to the, to the level, level of being of that, that frequency where they, where can, they change can change in a dynamic, in a dynamic way, like, way that. like that. Yeah. And, and is it that for every person, it's very unique in how they build that frequency? Is that a good assumption? Well, I mean, well, I mean we're on front of you, right? Fingerprint. So, so I sort I of sort of as, as a fingerprint. And what are the constructs, the lies, the teachings that they've had around money all their life mm. right like yeah you know if you have been around parents and even who they are maybe they don't even talk about it but they contract every time you go in a store because they feel or sense lack yeah oh yeah. we can't buy that oh that's too expensive right know. look at right. that person with that 
mink coat over there. How could she have that kind of wealth? I had a client once that said, I will never go into Neiman Marcus because it's like needless markups. <laughs> and I was like, that's an interesting point of view. And we dove into that and I made her go in that store. And it wasn't that she didn't have the money for it. She was just taught that it was expensive and it didn't even, it was just expensive for no reason, right? So why would she ever even go, go there? And I think it's interesting as we, you know, play with consciousness and the frequency of consciousness, like we will, we will easily see that, you know, the universe has given us a birthright for wealth. But if we have all these inherent teachings and we're being vulnerable with ourselves and going, oh, yes, you're right. These we will easily find that we have so many points of view that we will, and we get contracted. And with these points of views, I mean, that's pretty much like us being that radio frequency broadcasting out in the world. I don't have enough. I'm yes. not worthy enough, right? Which is a collective consciousness point of view that degree of I'm fraud or I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough. So, you know, the, what do you do about this? Well, awareness first, right? Yes. You, once you're, you're aware of it. And then- And, and, and also wealth is different for everybody. There, this isn't all about having a six figure income. No, not at all. It's a very different interpretation for everybody. Well, and there's all these different words. There's money, wealth, abundance. You know, that's why I kind of like playing with profitability, you know, that actually as the frequency of being that it would always be profitable for my world. And not playing from the head, but playing from the heart, playing from the body, playing from me as that infinite being broadcasting this frequency of, you know, abundance into the world, mm -hmm. right? It's just, I mean, it's just a really cool frequency. And I feel that for me, that that frequency has really become about the frequency of worth, right? Really knowing my worth, getting down to the grit and going, I am good enough, you know, and anybody that tells me that I'm not, it's just going to bounce off me. It's not going to land right. because, you know, at this time in my career and, you know, now I've got proof of concept. I've seen all these different things that, you know, I've created that have changed lives. And, you know, and, and in doing that, I think it's, you know, very much that, you know, it's a, a play and, you know, I have been playing now with like changing any frequency. So if you want to be the frequency for love, right, if you want to find a mate, you know, how do you become that adoring frequency within yourself? A lot of that time that starts with you 
being the frequency of totally, utterly loving you, right? And, you know, if you want to be the frequency, you know, for the a beautiful fit body, a lot of that becomes you admiring your body, you know, letting go of the judgments that you have around your body. And that means not just thinking them in the head. It means that truly being in love with your body. And the only way I've really found to change this part is through meditations, through truly going, changing your brain state from that high beta state, you know, through alpha, where you're into your visual mind, you know, down through the, those different components of theta and even gamma, right? Mm. Once you get into those states uh, through meditation or hypnosis or, you know, simple breath work, right? Yes. That is the only way that I've really found that you can really program these things. The other way is the harder way, right? Where you have awareness, oh, I need to change that frequency. Okay, well, then every time I think about food, <laughs> you know, or mm -hmm. money, right? Well, then I'm going to try to change the way I think about that. Yes, stop well, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, have the rubber band, ping, ping. This is why talk therapy doesn't really work in a lot of cases to change people because they're not taking them into those relaxed states where the universe can get its word in edgewise. Yes. So I look at it, right? Because mm. the universe doesn't speak to us until we drop into that frequency that matches consciousness. Meaning so, the so the meditation frequencies that you're talking about are really about connecting you to the wavelengths of this greater prosperity that you, you may not be connected to. And therefore you're in the flow and therefore things happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, well, it's like the universe has your back all the time, every single step of the way. But if you're not matching and, and connecting with the universe, then it's like, oh, you want black in your life. Okay. Well, here you go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Like it literally responds to the frequency that you are. And the, the hard part in this reality is getting your frequency on board. Yes. Once your frequency is on board, then action happens, inspired actions. I mean, we don't sit around and just, well, you might part. <laughs> you sit around <laughs> and meditate all the time. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's a nice pastime for me. <laughs> right. But at the same time, it's like I was mentioned to you earlier, I've been doing this dance discipline where since July 1st, I've probably danced. That's, that's almost a three-month period. And I have danced probably 75 out of the 90 days, something like that. Last 37 out of 36 out of 37. But what it does is it makes my body feel alive and vibrant. And as I move and dance, I just feel 
really great about it. It's given me a centeredness in me with that. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea where this is going to take me, except I feel really good doing it. Yeah. Well, and, and that is the, the guidance, right? Go, like, if it feels good, go go there. If it doesn't feel good, then go the other way. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, With- it's, it's the reality of do work out of force and density and judgment and you push on ahead and you keep pushing and you try harder and there's a lot of sweat in that. Or do you include some other variables that make it a more whole and full concept? Yeah, well, and it's sort of funny because even when I'm building projects, you know, I do a lot of podcasting like you do and I'll like send invitations out and then I'll get responses back. And sometimes I'll do interviews and be like, oh, this is just like, a miserable slow I can't do it you know <laughs> and there's others that I'm like leaving I'm like Wee! you know and I realized that that's you know my awareness pinging to the imp usually yes. the ones where I've got that low vibe you know I might as well not even like put it out into the world because it's just such it's not worth it, right? Because there's the, all this extra marketing and this, that, and the other. And sometimes I don't even because it's just such a weighted conversation where, I mean, I'm here and I know you are too, Bart. And that's why we kind of kind of have, have met and, you know, played in the same sandbox is because we are here to be the bridges to help people you know, create through consciousness to live their best lives and their dream lives through consciousness. And, you know, we've got two different ways of going about it, but, you know, we still have, have that, that is like us at our core, you know, and once you get to what your purpose is in this world, when you try to go the other way, universe will always turn you around and be like, no, you are going to be miserable. Go back. <laughs> Do your purpose. <laughs> and yes. that's what I found over these years. And, you know, being, you know, the leader of, you know, change in your frequency and is that I'm always going to be turned back around because universe is like, hell no. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and it's also a component is that as you've made the request, it's like you're the first one to say, if I am messing up in life, I want a greater voice that exists inside of me, that's connected to so much more than me to, you know, kind of s- slap me in the face if necessary. But I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to have that. And so many people are so protected of their weaknesses and their limitations that they never want to hear that type of feedback. And they use a lot of energy keeping themselves contained in that that little box. Mm-hmm. We're, we're both re- ready to be jack slapped if necessary to get us to the next level. Well, it's sort of like that analogy of like, 
well, do you want the little like whisper nudging you the other way? Or do you want to be hit by the Mack truck? Yes. Right. <laughs> I, and I, I'm really good at paying attention to the whispers lately. Because <laughs> I'm like, no. Mack trucks Mac are truck painful. Evil, man, <laughs> they can really bring it. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, you know, um, uh, it's always good to keep asking those questions. It's like, oh, you know, what is this limitation about? And, you know, what am I not getting about this? And it's always amazing how the answers show up. Okay. So we're well, there's close a lot to of vulnerability to get to the point where to ask and talk about these things. Yeah. Vulnerability yeah. is an interesting word, you know, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, it's being open and willing to see anything possible. But yeah, it's, but it's kind of like, I'm going to let myself be totally exposed. Yeah. So the answer has plenty of opportunity to show up. Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree that I think it's just such a, a great word for, you know, looking at your shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we're about midpoint in the show. And I just want to say that this is United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network on Roku, Facebook, YouTube, and other platforms all around the world. And uh, we have Jenneth Blackert here. Uh, I love your, um, your email. Let's see, what is it called? Attraction Diva. That's really you. And also mm -hmm. you can find Jenneth on jenneth.com or money.realrawyou.com. She always comes up with the juiciest little topics uh, mm -hmm. there. Um, and I'm Bart Sharp. Um, you can find me at bartsharp.com and Mary Magdalene France Tours. And if you have comments or questions, please type them in and send them our way. We're ready, really ready to fill some. And I think we have somebody uh, with a comment here. Uh, some, here we go. This is from Carrie Longdock. Uh, the stream always spins your the stream always spins you around back downstream right direction once you let go of struggling against the current yeah but it's sort of like the Tao of who right like you know where you just get to to float down you know follow the stream versus trying to like swim upstream yeah that how beautiful it's beautiful it, it, it is and and, and sometimes when we have a fear about something and we are saying, I am going to avoid that fear at all cost. I hate this. This is awful. This person is terrible. They're bad for the world. Whatever judgment there is. All of that is based in fear. And just think about all the energy you use to push that fear in there, which is like going upstream. And what if you could just see what that fear really was for you and then do something really crazy and be able to receive that fear? Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you have to go to bed with it. Like, you know, if you hate somebody, you know, you don't have to go to bed with a rattlesnake per se, but you can receive them. And that is about letting go of all your resistance. Yeah. 
I've got some questions around it, you know, that like, you know, really looking at it. And oftentimes when you ask, like, you know, when a fear comes up, even like when usually when fear comes up, I don't know about you, Bart, and your clients, but most people don't identify it as fear. They yeah. usually identify it as resistance. You know, like, I, you know, it's, it's not, you know, unless it's like inherent, like, it's a spider, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, even with the fun spider examples, like if you are to go, you know, okay, so spider, there's an animal there, and then there's you. Yes. And then in between you two, there's this frequency of fear. Mm -hmm. And if you simply are like, what is this? You will get an awareness. And it's usually, you know, somebody will be like, gosh, I was five years old and my mom squealed at a spider. And like, sometimes people will have like this whole story. And then there's other people's that'll kind of have like sensations within their body. And I usually find that it's one or two. It's either, you know, some people do the narrative and other people do, like find it within the frequency of their body. They're like, oh, mm. okay, well, if I, it's like this contraction around my throat or my heart, it's that it's dangerous. It could kill me, right? Like some of these guys are poisonous and, and yikes. And when, I mean, whether it's money or a spider, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, so, you know, who does this belong to is usually the next question from that. Cause you weren't born with it. Yeah. Right. And it's not when you are being whole, whole oneness, wholeness, whatever word you love to use, right. When you're being oneness, you're not afraid. And even if you were bit, well, then you just take the action steps to, to take care of it. You yes. know, even if you were, even for the people that have this lack or this frequency of lack, when it really comes down to it, you know, well, are you going to be homeless? I mean, like, what are we talking about this lack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. You know, it's almost like, what is your worst fear that you're really scared of? Can you really identify what that is? You know, it's different for everybody. Yeah. It's very different for everyone from, from my work with people. Like they are, you know, so many people have, you know, it's just doesn't, you know, and it's always doesn't make sense, right? Yes. Like it makes sense to them, but usually even when they speak it, it's like, hmm, I didn't know that was in there, <laughs> you know? And it, then it, yeah. it is. And, uh, you know, and you work with individuals, but also you teach all different classes, forms of classes. Um, you know, you've, you've, you've gone through a lot of changes throughout the years uh, with this. So to me, I always see you as somebody that has looked at it from a lot of different things. It wasn't that you were just going to go out into the world and go, I want to make a lot of money, you know, and I, you know, and I, I make this much every year. That's not what it's all about for you. 
it's like a curious journey that yeah. includes so much. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I also find that when I get to a certain level of money, I don't really care that I keep make, making money, right? Like, I like the abundance, but I'm not really, I, I, I think abundance then for me is also the abundance of time. The abundance yes. of being able to be with my family and, you know, take care of the home and the whole shebang. Like, I love mm -hmm. this work, but I've also found what's really true for me, you know, which is, you know, really why I made the real raw you, which I think you helped me name way back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what I was thinking about. <laughs> No, <laughs> just being a little naughty. Um, <laughs> well, it is kind of named a little naughty like that, but you know, but, but, but that's what makes it fun and curious for people to. I mean, because I think curiosity is fun on both sides. Like, yes, like, what is this really? What is this really about? And that's why people get get interested. In yeah, exactly. Things, right. And, yeah. and one of the, one of the characteristics. I don't know if it's transferring over today over the internet, but it's, you have a very strong second chakra and it's like, you're a happily married woman for, you know, forever. Oh, it's not going to the years or ages. 30. 30 years. <laughs> okay. And yet you have this vibrancy of just sexual energy that isn't done in a flirtatious way. You're not trying to seduce somebody with it. But yet, whenever I talk to you, it's always there and it's always, always pleasurable to be around. Well, I've, you know, I've really worked on my, my chakra system too. Like I bless mm. each of these energy centers, you know, that's just the one that's probably the most open because I have explored, I have explored orgasm on all levels of my life. You know, I'm almost like, how can I be a living orgasm? And I do think mm. that that is a wealth attractor, right? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It, because it does... it may, it's like that, it's even the fun factor, right? Because, I mean, I... It, things are easy for me in life in general. I have, and I, and I'm always in play. I don't really feel struggle that often. You know, some, I mean, struggle is real when I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, once I kind of got calibrated to create and be the creator that I was born to be, things are relatively simple for me. And I can just, it's almost like a light switch. I'm going to switch it on and say, let's go. And the flow comes and it often comes also with money. Indeed. You know? yeah. And if you're listening right now and you're in that question of like, well, there's areas in my life that are not complete like this. You know, what can you learn from Jenneth? And one thing is find out what your powers are and, and embrace them. 
really acknowledge what they are and um, allow that to be part of that, part of your identity and, and to relish and then grow from there. You're always growing. Um, and, and that's one of the beauties of, of what I've seen your work. You've, you have, you have just embraced so many tro- projects over the years. I mean, you weren't even a writer, so mm-hmm. per se, but then you just decided that during the summertime, you would write a novel, uh, Falling in Stilettos. And you sold a lot of copies. So uh, here's, here's another, you know, from a business perspective, especially, well, maybe not a business perspective, but when you decide something, I really feel like that's the key to create, right? Because I just, it was almost like I just decided one day to be a novelist. I want to write a novel. I'm going to be a novelist, right? Mm-hmm. And I just decided it. And I've also decided to be a digital marker. And then I've also decided to sell puppy products on Amazon, right? And then I also (laughs) decided to, (laughs) you know, I mean, I am like the queen of reinvention in a way, you know, because, you know, I can decide today I'm a business coach and I'm going to talk all about digital marketing. You know, today I'm want to just play with meditation and programming frequency, Right. And, uh, and that is very much how I am. I mean, my website pretty much says, look, I'm not one thing because I, I don't want to be one thing for one. And I, I like being able to meet people where they are and, you know, help them discover what's next for them. And if that requires actual task you know, for digital marketing, that's great. And if it is like frequency change or even just distressing, right? You know, people with health problems. Back one time I was on, I had eight sessions with this woman right eight for eight weeks. And, you know, she wanted to get pregnant. And she gave me credit for getting her pregnant. And I was like, I think your husband might have had something to do with that. And she's like, I know, but I was so stressed out and unable to receive and nurture and really be me that I really feel that I had to find the nurture inside of me before I could conceive. And I thought that... That, I mean, talk about evolved. I mean, the way that she responded to that, I just thought it was so beautiful. To, it is an, another I've, form of wealth, by the way. Totally, right? Well, having what you want in life is wealth, right? If you want a baby and you, to, and you want to build a family of your own, I think that's a huge category of wealth. You know, it's like, I think that one of the questions that I'd ask the audience is, you know, what is it that you desire that you don't think that you can have? I want to ask that again for the audience. What do you desire that you do not think you can have? Because the point of view is I can't have it. 
So if that's the point of view, of course the universe wouldn't have your back and deliver that to you. I want to add another question to okay. that. Yeah. What do you, in, in that reality that there's things that you desire and you feel like you can't have, what do you feel other people are judging you as due to that? Because that would also be that person's point of view. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and yes, it would, Love they would that. be holding that. And that's one of the biggest limitations is how do you feel people are judging you and that little reality with that. And is the way people are, or the way you think people see you, is that even true? Yes. And then people will say, yes, it's true too. They're like, I know it's true. People have told me it's true. So then it's like, <laughs> great, well, let's change your frequency so that they're, you know, you're not judging them, ju judging you with that. That's <laughs> almost yes. like how it is, right? The, the fear of having somebody judge you is one of the biggest limitations. Uh, yeah. I just did well, a presentation uh, under a tree at this this group is called the monkey tree. Every, every mm -hmm. Sunday morning we do something metaphysical and they ask me to do something. And, you know, one, one person just got up and left uh, in the middle of the thing and, and went on to go swim. That's what we do afterwards. And the other person kind of at the end just <laughs> started saying, well, this meditation, the earth already knows this information and just went on this rambling escapade. Uh, and for me, it was about, well, I, 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 I can be rejected. Uh, well, and, 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 and that's totally okay. Yeah. So you could take that point of view a lot of different ways. You know, you could even go, nobody likes me and I'm going to go home. Right. I mean, you could have totally and like ruined your entire day. Yeah. Yeah. Or I you could be like, like, that's an interesting point of view that they have that point of view. And there know. wasn't anything to learn from it with the exception of, well, they just didn't want to stay. And okay. It had nothing to do with me. They Probably. just didn't like the presentation that, I was doing because it was a very out there meditation, which is generally or maybe they were just antsy to to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it's it's always different, you know. I don't have to figure any of that out. What I do, what benefits me, is to enjoy the process and be fully in that moment of that of that time. You're really and, good at staying in your own lane. Right. You're like, this is what I do. This is my expertise. And y'all can get out of my own way. Yeah. And it's exactly like that's you too. It's like, well, if you want to get onto this ship and play and, and, and have this certainty of my expertise of what I know, here it is. And certainty is a really good word because it, in my definition of certainty, it's a knowing that you feel deep inside of your body. 
and you mm -hmm. have to cultivate it. And as you said earlier in the show, I learned a certainty of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that, you know, I, I feel very fortunate now that, you know, my dad, he, every time I was 16 years old and I was working at Domino's Pizza and he would take my, you know, like 10% of every single paycheck he would grab it and put it in a savings account that I couldn't access. Wow. And I was like, kind of felt like he was stealing from me. And, but he would show me, he's like, look, this money is still here. And he'd be like, no, you have to know what it's like to have money. And he's like, what if you'd never made that 10% and never even knew that it was there in the first place. And right. so that was kind of one of the ways that, I was forcefully taught to save. You could have been spending out a McDonald's hamburger. Come on. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I feel that, you know, I, I'm really lucky. Like he taught me all the money rules from, there's a great book. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. And it's like a classic. And, you know, he, it was like, the money Bible to him. <laughs> My wallet like sat right next to the Bible. <laughs> and yes. he, he just was like, this is the way. And uh, he was right. And it, it got me to the point that, you know, I never just, you know, I always pay attention to money and I always have paid attention and, to money. And just mm -hmm. to reiterate this, when you save money, you're telling the universe that you deserve to have money. And so more comes your way. Well, it, it makes you feel that you have money and that's the frequency, right? It also makes mm. you feel that you're building profit. So you've got profitability, right? And, that yes. I, and those two frequencies are ones that I really love to play with because those seem to be the frequencies that make it even come faster. Yeah. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And it's such a fun way to do it. Uh, I like to think of all of this financial stuff, almost like a monopoly game or even this radio show. It's like a monopoly game where I try to get interesting people. If I have problems, I do my best to try to fix them. Uh, and kind of, you know, when you play Monopoly, you know that, you know, you know, eventually you're going to put the board up and you're going to go do something else. So it has a lack of, it has a certain detachment from it. But you always do your best when you're playing. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah, you so, pay attention to money if, when you're playing Monopoly. Why not the rest of your life? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I have a, uh, I have a media firm and my business partner in that firm, she, uh, I mean, I don't know if she's ever going to save any money. <laughs> she has invested in a home. So, but it, it's very clear that, I mean, she didn't look at money like I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just goes. One everywhere. of the things <laughs> that's impressed me is like, cause you, you know, you were making, when I first met you, you were saying, well, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling down a half a million a year. 
or around that maybe a little bit more, but you still make all your decisions almost by the energy. It's not logic to you. You have logic, you've done a logical, a lot of logical thinking and formulating and, you know, done your research on stuff, but it really just comes down to your gut. It all, it, yeah. By the time you met me, it did. It wasn't like that before you met me. Um, yeah, but, you, you, you went through fire. I know that, but you also yeah. came out on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing with my dad is um, there was a time in like 2006 or seven that I had to borrow $2,000 for him for new tires for my car. And it was like, great. But, you know, if you don't make payments, every single month to pay this back. And if you don't pay it off in three months, then you will be charged 10% interest. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is like, well, it's easier than getting a bank loan. So, you know, let's do this. And, you know, I would always pay him back right away. Um, you know, there would be no excuse. And I well, would feel like I was letting him down. So there's some mm -hmm. harshness within this too. Um, but yeah, there were times like, so when I left my corporate job, I had a nest egg of about $150,000 and I spent all of that and another 50K in about two years, just, you know, somewhat living my life, but also um, learning, right? Like I was going to these marketing conferences, I was learning how to do these things that I now do and now teach people to do. And, uh, you know, at that point in my life, I also was like unsure, had a lot of doubt, had a lot of lack. And my husband trapped me against the bathroom wall one day and told me, I'd say, look, you, you have taken your two years to learn this, to invest this. If you don't know it now, there might be no hope like he was just doing it to trigger me. And he said, look, you've got, you've got six weeks, get a job. Mm. And if I didn't make money in those six weeks, I was going to have to get a job. So and what happened that, to your body when that happened? What happened internally? I think I went into like flight. I was like, mm. and all the judgment went away. Like I wasn't stopping myself because I was prejudging myself. It was like roaring. I'm not getting a job in corporate. And so I, you know, I, that's, gosh, that I, sounds I like that's where the, the slam changing. went like and, and, the, and, and that foundation of strength was built. Like I'm going to create enough strength that I'm going to do the next thing to make this happen. Yeah, I was like that, right? Mm. And sometimes you got to go, that's almost the universe speaking through him to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and you have that strength now though, because you've, you've, but you've yeah, it is yourself. me now. Yeah. I think it's become me. Yes. Be it has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jenneth and I've been friends for 10, 10 years, years, something maybe. like that. Yeah. And we've watched each other uh, with, with our value systems and, and, and how we've approached things. So uh, I kind of know 
I'm very vulnerable sides about me too. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's just like that that ground floor of your strength is very firm, it's strong, and you're very comfortable with it. It flows easy, and and that's through experience, but also as you said, it's naturally you, and you know we have to learn how to be comfortable with that as opposed to being in an anxious place with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have, think. Go ahead. Yeah, well, and in complimenting you too, I mean, you know, you've been, you know, the earth been beneath my wings sometimes when I've went into craziness too, right? Well, like you're like, you know, well, you always we, get the we, we both have different perspectives. Very different yeah, ways that. to put about it, but we still, we still get that we're guided and connected. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So I'm going to, I want you to get this a moment's thought because I'm going to do kind of ending um, announcements. But uh, what if you end it with just a word of advice that you would give anybody that's wanting to make that next big step out into their life? You think about that as I'll tell everybody that we have Jenneth Blackard here today on New Frequencies of Wealth. And my name is Bart Sharp, and this is uh, Becoming Quantum Consciousness. Uh, you can find me on bartsharp.com and uh, Mary Magdalene France Tours. His tour season is coming up in the spring of 2024, and there's still open slots. Uh, Jenneth, you can find Jenneth at jenneth.com or at money.realrawyou.com. And next week we have Mikey Volnick and we will be exploring the mystical transformations of Southwest France as Miki is one of my French friends that is fearless in our spiritual journey. And uh, we'll be exploring some of those sacred sites together. Uh, And I wish I was there, but now I'm in Texas. Um, so with that said, what what can you give to the audience, Jennifer, of parting thoughts? I think it, the the big question is if you know that you can program your frequencies for what you want, would you be willing to take the time to do so? And how might you go about that? Indeed. I mean, I think that, you know, this is like, you know, a lot of people can help you with this, taking you down through, you know, the river, through the river, over the river, past the river, right? So what what do you choose? Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. To take that step and keep taking the next step after that. It was wonderful having you on the show, Jenna. Yeah, thank uh, you. Hope to have you again. And uh, yes. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, if if you guys do want to to try out my money course, I'm happy to put in a, a 30 minute clarity session around it if it's something that calls you. So just thought I'd step it in there 
If you yes. tell me you come from Bart's show, what? then you've got that yeah. too. <laughs> okay. That sounds wonderful. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. And thank you, Janet. And uh, wish everybody really well. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.